And this morning we have John Hummel, District Attorney for Deschutes County, in studio. John, great to see you. Frank, good to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much for being here today. It's uh, great to see you in person. You've been out and busy for a couple of months, but uh, good to have you back. So uh, one of the things, obviously, we want to I'm going to lead with is the Safeway shooting. And I'm, I'm sorry to put it that way. I'm not sure what else we call it. But uh, the situation that happened on a Sunday evening, 7 o'clock, from your point of view, tell me about it. Well, it's... No one wants that call. No, no one in law enforcement, no one in you know the city hall, no one in the DA's office wants that call. You hope you never get it, and uh, I got it right away. Uh, you know, Ben Police was on it, and every law enforcement agency in in Central Oregon was on it. I am so proud of uh, Ben PD. They ran in that building seconds after being there. I mean, we, we, we all know about the missteps of the cops in Uvalde, uh, not here. Um, ben police were in that safe way seconds after arriving, never asked whether it would be safe for them to do so. They knew people were in danger and they went in there. Um, you know, fortunately the shooter was, uh, was already deceased when they got in there. Unfortunately, of course, two people died. Um, and in our community is is still hurting and, and will be for a long time. I had another guest in who said it would be naive to think that this couldn't happen in Bend. That's right. It could happen anywhere, and we're somewhere. So it, it can happen anywhere. You have uh, um, a lot of guns and a lot of people who, you know, for whatever reason, are at a point in their life where, where they want to... Um, be a star and, and take people out. And, and that's, that's a part of it. I'm not a mental health professional, right? But people know that uh, if, if you're going to take your life by suicide, you can uh, do it uh, quietly, which is sad and awful and something we need to do more about. Or you can do it publicly and, and try to go out uh, with you know, what you view as some sort of notoriety or fame. And it, it happens everywhere, and it happened here. You're part of the law enforcement community, right? And law enforcement really can't do much until something has happened. They're always there kind of after the fact. So going forward, do you have any suggestions for any of the mechanisms that are in place now? Well, we all need to be vigilant, right? And I'm not talking about vigilant, you know, when you see someone with a gun in a store. Yes, if you see someone, you know, with a gun threatening someone, of course, but we're talking about vigilant when you see that social media post where you see someone is acting uh, a little odd, uh, aggressive, maybe you get concerned. And, and so many of us, me included, have seen that post and said, oh, that person's probably just blowing off steam. I mean, if, if you take literally what they said, I'd be real concerned, but they probably don't really mean it. And you move on. Well, most people who post something on social media with a veiled threat don't literally mean it. Some do. And uh, we need to start um, reaching out to those people and reaching out to law enforcement when they, we see those posts. I mean, you can, if you know the person, you can call them up, stop by their house. Hey, I saw that post. Are you doing okay? What's what's going on? Or, or, or you can call the police. Uh, either one uh, should happen, but I know, because I've done it myself, the vast majority of us 
do nothing. Oh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to get involved in that person's life. I don't know what's going on. And, you know, it, it's it. we need to step up as a community and, and yes, engage with people who are showing signs of uh, really struggling with life. We uh, want to acknowledge the uh, not only the brave actions of the police that day, but also citizens who uh, uh, did their best to interfere with uh, and, and Donald Surratt was uh, is the one who's mentioned more often than any who actually took a position and waited in uh what do you call it waited in hiding yeah don surrett i i produce uh staff person at safeway um heard the shooting uh, quickly assessed what was happening knew the shooter was proceeding toward the uh, produce section uh, he took up a position hiding behind a produce cart with a plan that when the shooter uh, went by him, he was going to jump out and uh, try to disable the shooter. Uh, Surrett had a, a knife that was part of his uh, equipment at Safeway. He jumped out, uh, stabbed the shooter. The shooter um, shot Surrett and took his life. But then the, the shooter, I think, knew that he was disabled uh, such that he wouldn't be able to continue his rampage. So he then uh, shot himself and took his life. Don Surrett saved up. Uh, dozens of people's lives, I have no doubt. All right, we're going to uh, hopefully learn from these lessons, and uh, uh, we all, I guess, have to be more vigilant when we're out and about uh, doing our daily routine. But let's switch over to a different topic uh, this morning. Ben Police uh, uh, had a successful underage sting operation recently. That's right. Um, for four months, uh, Ben Police uh, has been working hard on this. That My office has been assisting one of my, uh, my, all my top uh, child sex abuse prosecutor, Matt Nelson, was working with Ben PD. And what uh, the police did was they placed ads on, on online uh, platforms that are known for um, where people go to purchase sex. They placed ads and they waited for the phone calls to come. The phone calls came and the officers uh, made it clear to the callers, the men who were calling, that um, they, well, they were fake, right? but they were suggesting that they were underage girls and made it clear to these men that uh, they were underage girls. And then the men showed up at the hotel rooms with the money to pay, and then they were busted. 20 people were arrested over this four-month span, 20 people in our community who were looking to pay to have sex with underage girls. Uh, just reprehensible and uh, good work by the police department. Absolutely. And scary to think that there's that many people out there ready to go. Right. And, uh, you know, how many more? And uh, we want to put forth the message in this community. If you live here or if you come in here as a tourist, um, you know, it's not going to happen here. Uh, Go somewhere else. Um, If you do it here, um, there's a good chance we're going to catch it. Has Bend become such a resort town and a vacation destination that, it's it's starting to get the rep of what happens in Bend stays in Bend. Oh, I haven't seen that, and and I want to say most of these. Uh, I'm not recalling now if every single one of these twenty were local, but I know the vast majority of them were, and so we can't you know foist everything off on on the tourists, and we've got a problem with our uh, people who live here. Um, but sure, um, when people come here, I don't think it's. Uh, Anything goes here like Vegas, but sure, we do see tourists committing um, impaired driving. That That's something that goes on here with our 
drinking and, and marijuana culture. So we see uh, a lot of tourists committing impaired driving. I don't see people coming here for other types of illicit activities. We haven't seen that, and uh, we're going to work our tails off that uh, this doesn't become like Vegas. As we look forward to fall and hopefully cooler temperatures and clearer skies, what's uh, on your agenda for the next few months? Well, uh, I'm working, uh, you know, hand in glove with, um, you know, Steve Gunnels, who's the DA elect. You know, he won election in May. I didn't seek re-election. He'll be taking over for me when I'm uh, when I when I leave office in January. And so, Steve is uh, experienced. I often say in the office, it's kind of funny to think that I'm going to train Steve Gunnels. You know, he's been in our office for oh, 28 years now, I think. But uh, but sure, he doesn't know about uh, budgeting and you know hiring and firing and staff evaluations and you know dealing with the media and all the aspects of the DA's job that you, you don't know by being a chief deputy. So uh, the community will know that when the switch flips and I leave and Gunnels is there, it'll be seamless and, and the public won't even know it. All right. So you're in office until the end of the year, and then he takes over after the first That's year? right. January 2nd. It's a weird uh, quirk in Oregon law. It's not January 1st, but it's uh, January 2nd. The first Monday in January is always the transition. That That is January 2nd uh, next year. All right. John Hummel, thank you so much for being in with us today. Yeah, glad to be here, Frank. Thank you. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND. Good morning to you.